Hello and welcome to the DC Daily Drop. I'm Tom. And I'm Zach. We're back today to talk Doomsday Clock number three. What do you think what'd you think of this episode, Zach, overall? Uh again, I I just feel at home, like I'm reading Watchmen again. And it's it is really cool because Watchmen was before my time to actually get to read something so far that seems pretty dang good. I, I don't want to say it's as good as Watchmen, but something like this, this huge, crazy involved story. Um, that doesn't come out very often and it's exciting to see it as it evolves and as it comes out because I couldn't do that with Watchmen because I was too young. Um, so yeah, it's really cool to to be able to read it monthly and now maybe bi-monthly, but we'll see. That really makes me sad for your home that Watchmen feels, <laughs> the world of Watchmen feels like home. That's a pretty dark place to call home. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I get, I get what you're saying there and I can, I think it continues to be really strong. We were the first two episodes were a lot of, or the first two issues were a lot of backstory and setup and things like this. It feels like we're really getting, starting to get into the meat of the story and seeing things progress with all of these different characters. We're getting some things answered and more questions are being raised. Yeah. So I guess we'll hop into spoilers now. Yeah. So right away we get the cool, the Watchmen opening with comedian getting punched out of a building and kind of because if you remember it's it has been a while since the last issue came out but if you remember it, it ended with they're on this other earth this other universe um in gotham and people don't like batman and osmandias is in lex's office and comedian shows up at the end and he should be dead but he's here and so we see him die and then we see him back again and we see that john brought comedian back we just get this really brief glimpse i think we only see his hand um and then, but Osmandius escapes from comedian, and then we don't really see him again the rest of the issue. But I still don't really know what's going on there. I'm sure it will come back up again. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad this is the comedian that we know from Watchmen, and it yeah. wasn't some sort of double who had memories implanted or anything like that. It was just, it's like Manhattan just zipped him out of the, basically just sort of zipped him out of the timeline and pulled him over. Uh, so I'm glad he knows, you know, he is, he is that comedian that we know and love slash hate. <laughs> yeah different percentages on different at different times yeah uh, and then we get to see rorschach talking to batman which is obviously something that i think a lot of people have wanted to see for a really long time again they don't really get that much of interaction they, they get a fair amount of time together i still want to see them i would just read a comic that you know is 50 pages of them talking just back and forth yeah right <laughs> that's, that's like some of the best stuff like rorschach commenting on bruce wayne how crazy he is and bruce just sort of lead uh, obviously just leading him on because uh, he obviously has some thoughts on rorschach yeah but rorschach gives him kovac's journal to read and i he's only read like up to i think he complains at one point because he's only read four pages yeah you'd think batman would have some speed reading uh yeah. lessons or talents but i guess he wants to be thorough he's probably reading everything he is the world's greatest detective all right so then we see we catch back up with mime and marionette they they got brought along because if if you don't remember, they are trying to like jog Dr. Manhattan's memory because he has a very specific memory of them and not killing them because she was pregnant. Um, but so they're locked up, but then they escape, of course. And then we, as it normally happens in these Watchmen comics and stuff, there's spread throughout, there's news. And a lot of times you're switching back and forth between news and a TV show or a movie or something. And you don't really know sometimes what's going on until after a couple pages and you're like oh that was voiceover from a news or something like that and one of the things that comes up on the news is the superman question 
which is why are 97% of the world's metahumans American? And so it turns out that a lot of metahumans turned up after Superman arrived and could be the result of government experiments. And so that's that's something that's really interesting that obviously they're building up that they're going to it's going to be something we're going to have to deal with later on, but that's something that really intrigues me. That's um, This is one of my favorite things that Jeff Johns does as a writer. He takes sort of comic book comic book things that you just sort of accept, like Superman having, why would Clark Kent have glasses before he was Superman? Things like that. He always finds a way to explain them in story mm-hmm. and with just such care in the way that things make sense. So I don't know how this will be resolved or, or what the the answer to that is, but that is something most of the metahuman superheroes and supervillains come from America. Um, but it's something that's never really, at least that I know of, that's ever really been addressed before. So I'm glad that this is a way to do it. Yeah. One other thing we get here is a, I think for the first time since the rebirth one shot, we get a look at Johnny Thunder Mm. and, um, everybody thinks he's kind of crazy. He seems to have some memories of things he shouldn't remember. Uh, and so, yeah, there's some sort of hint to the JSA, something like that. I, I'm really curious to how this will play into Doomsday Clock and if it could lead to the return of the JSA. Yeah, that it would be really cool. I, I know there a lot of things are going to fall out of this and be affected by this, and that would be something that, that would be really cool to get started here. Um, so at the... At the nursing home where we're at, they're on the TV. They keep flipping back and forth. But one of the things they're on is Nathaniel Dusk, like a film with him in it. And that's a real DC comic um, character from 1984 and 1985. And so maybe this is this series, Tales of the Black Freighter. This is going to be maybe like an ongoing ongoing story that has parallels to what's actually happening and has clues to what's really happening. And this is a murder mystery. Two people are murdered playing chess and there's Christmas and all kinds of, all kinds of stuff. Um, but then the extra material at the end is about the murder of the actor who plays Nathaniel Dusk, or Nathaniel Dusk, who is Carver Coleman. And it's cool because the not cool, somebody got murdered, that's not cool, but they have that, that shot with the Oscar and the statue and just reminds you, obviously, of the original Watchmen and, and the statue. Yeah, I'm curious how, obviously, this isn't here by accident. Uh, right. I wonder, I don't know how it's going to play in. I know the name Nathaniel Dusk, but I'm not an expert on that. Uh obviously from a lot of that comes pre-crisis so i don't know how it was how it's involved if that's just something that in this universe is a fictional and you know in the in the, on the earth we're on now that's a fictional story that's what it seems to be but i maybe it will tie back in somehow yeah um, we we go back to wayne manor and rorschach is still there and it's just funny he wants like they want to make him feel at home and the only thing he wants he doesn't want really want to shower or get his clothes clean or anything he just wants more pancakes which yeah. is awesome <laughs> that's yeah he's a hungry guy he's been he's he burns a lot of calories rorschacking around that's right but we also get to see his face because he takes his mask completely off so probably a little bit faster of a reveal than we got in the original watchman right but we also don't know <laughs> <laughs> right who is this guy uh i don't really know uh, and then we, cause so we, we keep switching back and forth between these different character sets and we're back with my a marionette and they end up on Joker's turf, which is, I, obviously we really wanted to see this because they are pretty similar to the Joker, I think, and definitely want to see them interact, probably fight. Um, so they're at this bar and mine pulls out his weapons again, and this time he actually gets to use them. So what did, what did you think of this? What is going on with this? 
Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> um, we don't know a ton about Mime and Marionette. Obviously, they've been sort of the standout new characters so far, but I'm glad they stumbled onto, of course, they stumbled into Joker's bar, and hopefully that leads to some sort of showdown of, of some sort or some sort of interaction with the Joker in the future. Yeah, I'm really hoping so. We when he When he shoots his gun, though, like, you see the outline of it, so I'm not sure if he just has, like, clear plastic versions of it or something or if he is a metahuman and can really create these weapons like a mime maybe right i don't know and he didn't do anything like that in the when he was on the watchman universe did he in the first couple issues no he i mean he like he held up his fingers like he had a gun right but he never actually used it on anybody so yeah I, i maybe he just didn't need to use it at that point or uh, he wasn't able to for some reason, or they were just saving it. But I thought that was an interesting use. He just sort of points over his shoulder, shoots a guy in the head. Uh, kind of creepy, obviously, but really interesting use of powers. Yeah, I'm just I'm getting more and more interested in these characters. So I'm I'm really excited. Like we said, I I really want to see them face down with Joker in some way. Uh, and then we see Rorschach having a flashback of when the alien monster, the squid, showed up. And he's driving a car with a big V on the steering wheel. And so, I don't know, maybe he's Viet's chauffeur or it's just they he manufactured cars and it has a V on it or it's <laughs> another car that starts with a V. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I would guess it, it would tie in the V for some reason. But we do know he was there. He was He was up close and personal to everything going on at the end of Watchmen. So we don't know specifically who he is yet, but he's obviously tied to that world directly. Yeah, and we we get to see too the kind of the struggle he's going with because he he has dirty hands and he's trying to clean himself and he's obviously ashamed of something that he's done and we're probably going to be piecing that together for the next year or so. Right. Uh so Batman shows up and says he knows where Dr. Manhattan is cuz he read the whole journal in 24 hours. <laughs> Must be cool to be a, a good detective. Uh but he knows that Dr. Manhattan is in Arkham Asylum. Wonder why he's there. <laughs> So what did you think of this? Did you see this surprise coming or, or were you surprised by that? I, I mean, I knew he wasn't in Arkham Asylum. And then like with the, the detector to detect him, I didn't, I wasn't buying it. And for some reason, I didn't think of him locking Rorschach up. I just thought they were going to Arkham for some other reason or somebody made them think that he was there for some reason. I didn't think obviously that they were going to find him there, but I guess I didn't see him locking Rorschach up. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't track that. I didn't expect that i thought them to be tracking down something or whatever but it was that's pretty funny uh that a really batman thing to do oh yeah go get pancakes get a nice sleep take a shower uh feel better and then we'll go find him and then he just takes him directly to arkham uh it's kind of like batman does it's like you think batman would do this just run into someone crazy every week and he just has to take them to arkham and we never see it yeah there's probably something special about those pancakes that he gives them to all the crazy people that show up at his house there you go so, yeah, I think another strong issue. Is there anything you're looking forward to? Obviously, we talked about my marionette and Joker. Anything else that you're really looking forward to or questions that you hope get answered sooner than later? Yeah, I think, you know, that cliffhanger that they kind of left us on with Comedian at the end of the last issue and then picked right back up with, we didn't really, we only got a couple pages and not any really more information at all. So I'm still really interested to know what exactly happened and what is he doing here? Like, what's his purpose? Why did... Why did Manhattan bring him here? Um, and then also the the whole Superman question about American superheroes. I want to find out what's going on behind that as well. 
Agreed. And I'm also curious about how the Johnny Thunder and how everything with that fits in, how that's going to come back into play later on in this series. I don't, I think it'll be a bit of a slow burn. We might not get answers soon, but I'm really curious how that plays out. Yeah, me too. All right. Well, that is all we have for today. Thanks for listening and we'll be back again tomorrow.